This is episode 98 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, we'll be talking about how people advance when they retreat with Carol Brewer. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I am so glad that you are here because today Carol's going to be sharing some insight from being a speaker at previous events, retreats, and how you can apply some of her knowledge to your next event that you are planning. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources, our ultimate travel kit, which goes alongside any retreat or travel itinerary that you are planning to incorporate faith elements and discussion with your travelers. But Uh, Without further ado, Carol Brewer is an author, songwriter, and host of Bible Chicks, an upbeat podcast for women. With experience as a schoolteacher and concert artist, Carol has presented both the music and the message for numerous retreats in the U.S. From personal experience, she understands the ups and downs people face, and through her interactive sessions, Carol gives answers to the needs of people through through God's love letter to us, His Holy Word. Hey, Carol, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thanks so much, Sarah. What a blessing to be with you today. Yes, we are so glad to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and some of your most memorable moments on your retreats? Oh, thanks. Well, you know, um, I started out as a music major in college, and then that translated. uh, First of all, I should say I came to the Lord as a senior in college and almost quit singing completely before that. But I came to the Lord and realized that my singing was for his glory, for to praise him. And that just released me to uh, really just uh, have a whole perspective on my singing, not only that, but my whole life. And just so grateful to God that, you know, that I, that he redeemed me and saved me for such a time as this, right? And I was doing music uh, for quite a while with other speakers at retreats. And, you know, you can kind of tell by my by, uh, my talking right now that God gave me the gift of gab. And uh, <laughs> one of my, uh, one of the women that I was is also a speaker and she said you know you really ought to do the talking as well you're giving your testimony and so in the last a couple decades i've really worked hard to develop my messages as well as my music so i've had the honor and privilege of not only sharing music and leading worship at women's events and retreats and not only for women but in for churches as well so um, you know, now I'm also sharing the message and it's kind of cool because they flow together. You know, I, I pick songs that support my topic and, and, and that really works well. So that's kind of how God has brought me to this place today and with the support of my husband, Jan, and we have a ministry, you know, he supports my ministry. And so we just keep progressing. It's kind of like, I, I love that, that it's not stagnant, you know, or, or that we're locked into one kind of mode in ministry. We're always moving forward because that's the way God works through us. So, you know, it's a progression and we're still, still, we're people in progress, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm progressing even in this time, tough times that we're, we're in and, uh, 
lockdown and everything, God just gives us new ways to express his love to others. And I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. And I'm guessing you've been rather impacted by COVID and how retreats have been looking this year. Right. So I guess we're really retreating. <laughs> you know, we're like, wow, you know, we're not gathering together. But, you know, I think Jesus modeled that for us, too, because he went away by himself so many times in Scripture shows us that he needed to have time alone with the Father. So, you know, God uses this time, of, you know, sort of lockdown or separation. He's He does use this time because I think I, I heard in history that this time in history, more people are reading their Bibles and studying than ever before because we have, you know, online Bibles, our phones, everything, so many ways that we can go to God's word. So it's that kind of retreat. I, you know, God has allowed this so that we can be alone in his presence. And that's awesome. What we need, do need to gather again, we will need that uh, soon, as soon as we can, <laughs> because we need each other as well. Yes. And coming out of COVID, I think that retreats will re-spark because everyone will want that community again. But why do you think that retreats are beneficial? Well, Jesus, again, modeled that for us. He took his disciples away. They went up to, you know, um, north by almost by Mount Hermon. They took them away, that first Christian retreat, I call it. He took them away uh, there to, uh, you know, and after the feeding of the 5,000, he needed to get away with them in a quiet place. So he modeled that for us. But, you know, in this, and I don't think it's any different. We need to have some relaxation, some fun, uh, get away from the daily grind, whatever that looks like. And uh, just be together, but then some quiet time too. It's it's the benefits are are amazing. I've had I've witnessed them so mm -hmm. many times. Uh, after every retreat, there's always a victory story to tell, and so it's just I need it. We all need it. A time to be away uh, from again from our routines and just be in God's presence. Have some quiet time. And the growth and to come back stronger and recommitted to our being followers of Jesus. It's awesome. Yes. And I'm guessing you've seen that, like you said, a lot of times being in so many different retreats. Yes. And that's my motivation. And that's why I, I believe so strongly in it. And, you know, as a speaker and leaders, not only me as the leader, but the leader uh, whoever's the leader of the retreat, a church volunteer or someone on staff or whoever, it's a big job. <laughs> it's, it is, it's huge, you know, because you have so much planning and, and that's the ticket, isn't it? I mean, that's great planning equals a great retreat, but it's a lot of work and you have to pack and you have to drive there and you have to make sure everything's settled at home before you leave the house or whatever. And it's, it's a big, and when you get there, it's like, wow. And then you have all of the other responsibilities. So it's, a, it's a lot of work for the leaders, a lot of planning, a lot of prayer, but it can be fun too, of course. But that's our motivation because we just see the huge benefits and, and this great victory stories at the end. And that's why we do it. It's mm -hmm. a fantastic opportunity that we have to, to see others' growth and other, other lives just benefit from being in God's presence. Absolutely. And 
Um, like you said, it can be super draining for the leader, but uh, God really has wired us to be in that community, to retreat and spend time with him. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I was kind of thinking about, well, one of the, one of the topics that I have, it's um, spa for my heart, spa, S-P-A, surrender, pray, arise. And so in one of my sessions that I present, it's a con we, I include a concert of prayer. And I think, um, and, and so let me, before the concert of prayer, I talk a little bit about that. You know, uh, not everybody likes being pampered in a spa, you know, because it's a hands-on and uh, maybe, you know, maybe everybody's going, yeah, I want to get the mani-pedi. I want to, I want to <laughs> get the facial. I love that. I want that. But not everybody like, yeah, I don't want somebody, you know, and I'll lay down and have somebody <laughs> dig in my muscles. That hurts. You know, I'm not crazy about that. It reminds me of physical therapy or something. And so, you know, you know, so there's different opinions about that. And, you know, Peter, it wasn't any different with Peter. When Jesus, you know, was washing the feet of the disciples and um, and Peter said to Jesus, Master, you wash my feet. And Jesus answered, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but it will be clear enough to you later. And, you know, Peter went on to say, you're not going to wash my feet ever, you know, because it takes some humility, doesn't it, to to enter a surrender, pray and arise. Or This was the spa here. And, you know, Jesus said. Um, you know, if I can't wash you, you can't be a part of what I'm doing. And then Peter got it. And he said, you not only my feet, then wash my hands, you know, wash my head, just pour it on. <laughs> and, and so that's when we go uh, in a, you know, we're having fun, we have activities at a retreat, crafts, all these different fun things. But there's a point when we can just enter into a concert of prayer together and on our own, where we're really just getting washed over and uh, hydrated, rehydrated in the presence of our Lord. And that just gives us, you know, there's nothing like oh, if you see a dehydrated plant, it's all mm. shriveled up. And maybe we just feel like that right now, all shriveled up. We've been through this year of pandemic and it's depressing and it's challenging and all this. And so when we go into God's presence, we get hydrated and, you know, we just, oh, it's amazing. And that's the benefit of, of getting away. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that leads me to the next question. What do you think are some important parts to that hydration, to planning that retreat that are essential to a good retreat? Right. Well, now, and these are the, the hydration and the benefits and all of that. You know, that's when we do everything we can do. And then after that, it's like, okay, Lord, it's yours. We've done it. We're we're finished. But but in that planning, uh, that's where sort of the rubber meets the road. That's sort of the not the fun part, maybe, can be. All the things like the budget and uh, especially thinking about those who are going to be attending. You know, what is their budget? And, and so, you know, rustic camping, that's the low budget, but that's not for everybody because they're going to be in a cabin, maybe in a bunk bed. So that's, you know, that's not for everyone. So they might want a more of a motel setting uh, so maybe finding a conference center that has different variety 
of accommodations at different prices, that would be really helpful. And, um, you know, if you do it in a hotel, then that's pretty much a higher price point, though it's comfortable and convenient, you know, if you can get a good deal and you have to have a, a, enough uh, people on your roster or enough people attending so that you can get that discount or that price um, negotiation with that hotel person that would be uh, planning this with you. So there's there's a lot, you know, a lot to consider on the budget. And um, then, you know, the planning out the schedule and the ideal retreat schedule would be a Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, Sunday morning session. And on Sundays, you know, if you could have a worship service along with the session and communion and and then a time to talk afterwards. I mean, that's the full retreat. And that is where I've seen the probably the most fruit or the most success because it's because people at the end like to have a chance to say what the what the weekend or the time together meant to them. And so that's really, really important too. So, so in that planning, now I've also done retreats where we've had a Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and then everybody's off. And that's the sort of the cramped style a little more. It's, they won't have as much time alone uh, to maybe just sit down and rest or, or just go for a hike or all those other fun things that we can do at a retreat. So they, so it's a little more cramped. I've also done an all Saturday, which is an in-house type of retreat Saturday where you'd have two sessions in the morning and then one in the afternoon. And then the ladies go, you know, or in this case, it would be a women's retreat I'm talking about. And they'd leave three thirty or four o'clock in the afternoon. And again, uh, a one day is fun. That's sort of a, just a getaway when you do that, like a Saturday getaway Sometimes the churches, if there are leaders that are on staff at a church, the pastors want them back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they have to leave Saturday, you know, late afternoon to drive home. And it's just a little more cramped because, uh, you know, it's one night and you've packed and everything. And so I find that the two nights, uh, you know, the second night, we're a little more relaxed. We've had awesome prayer time in the evening or a campfire or a variety of, you know, however that looks. But then you wake up Saturday and if you have the worship service, that just, I've seen that we're, we're actually, it's a longer time to be more relaxed. So that's why that would be ideal. But, you know, hey, whatever, whatever we can do, you know, to get away, we'll work it out. I've even I said done the Friday afternoon for women that can get off work early and do an early session or just a worship time. So I've done really all those different configurations and also workshops in the afternoon too. So, uh, you know, they all work when God's in the middle of it. So that's how, what I've found out over my, uh, you know, <laughs> years of experience. Are you looking to book your next travel adventure, but don't know where to start? Are you looking to recline at the table with Jesus while relaxing at an all-inclusive resort, a cruise through the Bahamas, or simply crashing at a hotel with your ministry group? Look no further than Christian Travelers Network. We're able to save you time by researching and booking your travel dreams while focusing on our 2021 travel theme, Recline at the Table. 
For more information about our travel devotionals and to book your next adventure, go to christiantravelers.net forward slash travel booking. Um, as a speaker and as a musician, um, you've been asked to speak or present at a number of retreats. How, for someone who might be planning this event and they want a speaker, how do they best communicate kind of that goal, that vision that they have to um, a presenter? Well, I find that, and that's a really good question. I find that those that have been on staff uh, at a church for a while, or have even a volunteer, you know, volunteer staff that have been presenting for several years, they seem to have a good grasp, pretty good grasp of what they want. And often they might already come up with a theme that they have, and then they would ask me to speak to that theme. In a case of, uh, with volunteers, they might be serving one or two years, and then we have a new person that's coming on to lead. And so it might be a new experience for someone who's, uh, and it can be really overwhelming. <laughs> and so that's where I try to be really helpful, you know, giving a list of things and, and they will, you know, and they may not have a large committee either, because we all know how, how challenging it can be to build up a good task force uh, and volunteer committee to work together. So it kind of depends on that. And if the person maybe looking to me as a presenter, you know, can you help me out here? You know, what ideas do you have? Mm. You know, what themes? And then I'll express the themes uh, with them. And, you know, first of all, I need to ask them, you know, what are your needs? What's the group age group of, you know, or do, do, is it a mixed group? Do you have young, um, you know, do you have teenagers coming? Do you have um, 20s or 30s? Or do you know, are these women, an older group of women? Um, what it, what are their preferences musically? And that's a huge thing too, separate mm. from the message. So I try to, you know, first of all, understand what the needs of the women are, what's the purpose of the retreat. And sometimes the leaders can't answer that right away. I mean, they just want to get away and have fun and rest. And that sounds good, you know, but uh, how about maybe a spiritual application would be good, good too. Like, you know, we want people to recommit their lives to the Lord. We want them to go away stronger. Um, you know, maybe just redefine who they are in, in Christ and give them the, the confidence that, that they are a daughter of the King, you know, those kinds of things. Those would maybe be some of the spiritual application. So um, some will look to me for, for help, and I am very happy to do that. And others are pretty sure and know what they want, and I'm really happy to serve and come alongside. So I've been in both, in all those different situations, really. Yeah. And as leaders wrap up retreats, um, kind of on the flip side of the planning, how do they evaluate uh, that things went well, what they could improve next time? Kind of what are your suggestions for assessment in that? Well, I've seen almost all of the, most of them do have some kind of a, a survey or, you know, little questions at the end. And they are pretty complete, not only about the speaker and the music, but you know, how was the food? You know, how are your accommodations? I mean, were you comfortable? And, and they, you know, the leaders will get all kinds of feedback about everything, but that's really helpful. And, and 
for the attendees, my prayer is that they are really gracious and kind, you know, in their, in their comments as well, because things can go wrong. I mean, I remember one retreat where we were on bunk beds and I had, I was in a sleeping bag and it was kind of noisy in the room. And I, I think I went around about four different rooms trying to find a quiet place to sleep. And I ended up, I ended up in the morning and on the same bunk bed, I started out you know, with, uh, you know, so I was pretty much all night because, uh, you know, we have uh, people that do snore at night and we have people that stay up late, you know, till three in the morning and have a blast, you know. And uh, so, oh, you know, I, one retreat, they called them owls. And um, oh, let me see what's the other one. Um, not nightingales, but something like that. Larks, owls and larks. And I guess the owls are the up laters. And mm-hmm. the larks are the ones that go to bed early and get up early. And so they tried to um, separate the, you know, like, are you at, at before the retreat, are you an owl or a lark? And then, um, so they put all the owls together, you know, in one, uh, in the accommodations, because they're going to be up partying all night. And then the larks that want to go to bed early, they're, they're all more in a quiet area. So they, that's a, that's a smart thing to do. Really. It really yeah. is. It really is. So. Huh. Yeah, that's a good tool to put in your toolkit. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Uh, well, Carol, um, one of the questions I absolutely love asking all of our guests is, what has been the biggest God moment in all of your travels? Uh, you know, we had, uh, my husband and I went to the Holy Land and Jordan as well. Amazing experience. And we had, uh, you know, as a singer and a musician, we had opportunities in all the holy sites to sing. And I remember in Jordan, in in one of the um, temples, it wasn't the real famous one that, you know, we see in the picture as you enter in um, to Petra. But um, it was in Petra, one of the temples, and the Jordanian guards, we did a, a beautiful, I think it was um, Humble Thyself in the Sight of the Lord, that old, um, you know, kind of neat, neat old hymn. And we were singing and it was echoing and so beautiful. And the Jordanian guards clapped for us. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> they thought it was beautiful, even if they, you know, maybe they felt God's presence. I don't know. But, and then... Um, I do specifically remember being on three stories down in the streets of Jerusalem, three stories down, you'll find the original Via Dolorosa. And there are etchings in that street um, because have you been there? No, (laughs) I haven't. Okay. So that's what you would expect there. Actually, there are um, grooves that were put in the stone slabs in the street uh, for the carts uh, for traction, you know, if it got, mm-hmm. if it rains and then there are actually etchings by the Roman soldiers. And, you know, when they cast lots, when Jesus was crucified, they cast lots. And so it was evidence that, that, um, you know, of some of the games that they played there on the streets or, you know, evidence of some kind of game board there. So there was, there was evidence of that. And I had a chance there to sing Via Dolorosa and that, um, beautiful old song, and um in that in that spot so that was my biggest god moment thank you for sharing that sounds like quite a memorable experience it was yep and that's what's so awesome about travel isn't it because that's a really source of our growth i mean we learn so much if we're oh eyes or ears are open and paying attention and 
and it's neat because we can, um, it, if we're with other believers too, uh, we can share so many of those experiences together. So that's uh, a great way to come together it, with lifelong friends. And I have a lifelong friend from that experience and she lives in Canada and we're still really close. That's amazing. <laughs> well, Carol, we have really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. How can our listeners connect with you outside of this episode? Oh, thanks so much. Well, I have a website. It's carolbrewer.com. C-A-R-O-L-E, Carol Brewer, B-R-E-W-E-R.com. And then I have a podcast. It's biblechicks.com. Just like it sounds, Bible Chicks, and uh, that's where you can find me as well. And I have my podcast posted on so many outlets. You can go to BibleChicks.com and find out all the different outlets that you can find Bible Chicks. And it's also on my YouTube and GodTube channels, Carol, Carol Brewer Ministries channel. And you can find my um, videos and uh, podcasts there as well. So thanks so much for making me feel so welcome. <laughs> yes, uh, we've really enjoyed uh, hearing your insight and your experience as a speaker um, and a retreat uh, about retreats as well. Thanks. Yes. Well, Christian travelers, I hope that you have enjoyed hearing from Carol and that uh, you will feel a little more encouraged to uh, host your own retreat or event and potentially even bring in a speaker uh, or musician to create that community and that time in the wilderness retreating that we so much need uh, so that people can go back and be rejuvenated. But in addition, I also want to encourage you to check out episode 90, Event Planning with Mary Snyder, for other ideas with planning retreats, or our episode 89, Recline at the Table. This is our travel theme for 2021 and can be incorporated into any retreats that you plan or trips that you take with um, anyone from high school through retired adults. And you can find that on our website, christiantravelers.net. And of course, if you like today's episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, safe travels and God bless.